For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Yo. It's the day before, the day before week two. Here we go, Philly, Philly. Niners okay going, yeah. Niners going Let's to the it. to the the city of brotherly love. This is the Believe in Forty ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Um, little trouble in paradise, perhaps. Kyle Shanahan, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, we'll talk about that for a little bit. Um, Raheem Mostert out for the rest of the year. Have we seen the last of him in a Niners uniform? Uh, we'll discuss that. And, of course, we got Philly taking on the Niners. Niners are once again playing a 10 a.m. kickoff uh, second consecutive week to start this season. We'll get ED's thoughts and his keys uh, for that one as we begin uh, week two here on the NFL calendar um, as always, we want to encourage you to continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button on your particular subscription service, go ahead and hit that like button. Um, feel free to get involved in the show on social media. I'm at rhaylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at watch Ray Ray. And he is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. That's underscore, four times. Yeah. underscore underscore on just yeah, just start pre- just start pressing just, them. Just start yeah, just start up. hitting his yeah. face. A pop up, you'll see him. You'll see him. Um, as always, we're presented by the fine folks at Bet Online. Football season, of course, is back, and as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And before we get started, let me tell the people out there listening about Ballot 7. Um, from an athlete's perspective, whether you are into it, young and spry, or if you're a little long in the tooth like myself and you've had a lot of collisions, the body needs that pH balancing formula that Balance 7 can give you. It'll, it'll give you a little pep in your step, and that's always good when you want to continue those workouts. If you want to look good around, I mean, you know, summer, summer's not completely over, at least not here in L.A., so, you know, you know, radio, we still got time to still got hang time. around the pool. We still got time to hang around the pool, you know, kick sand on the beach and, you know, at people like you do when you're walking through. Because I've seen you coming through in your Speedo <laughs> you, with your chest all swole, <laughs> kicking sand on people like you're a bad dude. <laughs> Don't tell nobody. That, I, well, I just told them all. I just told them all. <laughs> and balance and balance seven i know that's a part of your routine to help you get that way so all you guys out there listen if you want to be able to to walk the promenade in your speedo with your chest out looking ripped like my guy radio right here balance seven has exactly what you need um 
You can see exactly how it works right now. Go to ballot7.com, use the promo code BELIEVE, and you'll get $10 off their 32-ounce bottle. Now, that's a bottle that'll give you 11 solid days, about 11 solid days uh, of using its formula so you have an opportunity to see exactly how it will affect your body. Uh, so, again, go to balance7.com, use the code BELIEVE. You know how to spell it, B-L-E-A-V. Use that at checkout. Guarantee you. This drink will work for you. If my guy can walk around cut up like Rick Rude, that's right. So can you? That's right. So can you? <laughs> show, show you right. Uh, this is Believe in Forty ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. So, um, Kyle Shanahan has some comments about Brandon Ayuk, and <laughs> a couple things that mm-hmm. stick out to me here. And one of them, I feel like we've talked about this before, and. And how Kyle will sometimes go to the media and say certain things, and not that I don't, I don't know that he's had this conversation with with Brandon or not. I was supposed that he has, but to to do this in the media and have it play out now it looks like a drama. Now it looks like a soap opera, right? And I'll just read the quote for you, the one that's been circling, you know, around social media and that's got people all up in arms and wondering what in the world is going on. To catch you up, obviously. Ba um, played sparingly on Sunday um, at Detroit, uh, just 15 snaps um, t- to be exact. And Kyle on on B.A. getting more snaps, he said, quote, he's been a little inconsistent because he's been in and out with the injury and stuff. If he wants to be out there every single play, he's got to be a lot better than the guy behind him. The guy behind him, uh, Trent Sherfield, uh, Muhammad Sanu behind him as well. The thing about it is, at least it appeared B.A. wasn't out there as much because of an injury, right? Kind of maybe on a pitch count or something, so to speak. But now this opens the door to say, okay, it's more than that. Um, Is this – and it it seems to me that it's not just because he hasn't been able to practice because of the injury. I think it's with the practice that he has – the reps that he's had in practice, it seems like Kyle wants to see more. And so, to me, this looks like he's issuing a challenge uh, to his second-year wide receiver, um, which is interesting to me. Um, what, what, do you, what do you make of all this, Ian? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't know on this one. You, you know I have an issue whenever. Um, this, and that, that, that was the coach. first thing I thought about. Actually, you know, I, I, I hate I hate, you know, the coaching through the media. I have always hated that. Um, I, I had a problem with it when I was playing. I have a problem. I had a, I have a problem with it as as an announcer. I have a problem with it as as a friend of current players. If you have something to say to me, say it to me. If if ask a question, hey, I know the coach has to say something. You know, if if you've said that to the player, I get it. Okay. If if you um if you haven't said it to the player, I that's an issue. So that's always the thing when you do this. So I'm going to I'm gonna lean on the side, which I, I try to do that. Like I try to lean on the side that okay, this is something you have had this is a conversation you've had with the player. So if that's the case, if you've had this conversation with the player then there's nothing wrong with it, and he's right. If um, Two things, because number one, 
you can say, well, he's injured, so he can't do it and he can't perform. Well, remember, opportunities are given and taken. So if you are injured and you are not out there, you hey, look what happened to Cam Newton. You, you, when you're not out there, you give someone else an opportunity to show what they can do. Now, that wasn't an injury, but he wasn't there, so someone took advantage of those reps. So, B.A., you're not out there. Other guys are taking advantage of these opportunities during the week, in games. They're making plays. Guess what? Coach all of a sudden started to say, well, you know what? I can run this play with somebody else. I don't necessarily have to have this guy in there. And you, all of a sudden, aren't as valuable. Um, you're not looked at in the same light. Now, all of a sudden, you're in a dogfight. When you were the guy, you've become a guy. And they always told me, you can always replace a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, a, a guy so can be replaced. Absolutely. A guy can be replaced. So whenever you are looked at as a guy, and, and that, that starts to happen when you're not available. When you're not, it doesn't matter how much talent you have. When you're not available consistently, you become a guy. Because I don't, I don't, because I have to start looking at the other guys because you're not there. So if you can't give me that, at some point I have to start looking at these other things. So now, if you're telling this guy like, hey, I don't want you to be just a guy. I think there is more from you. Uh, the expectation that you were brought in, and of course they expect this guy to come in, and, and they brought him in here to be the number one receiver. They expect him to be that way. So I need you to play like that. I need you to take advantage of it. I need you to um, get out there. And some of this is understanding how to play, how how to play injured, how to how how to how to practice when you have injuries, how to be able to p- perform. Because football, you know, everyone talks. You know, you always hear that you got to play hurt. No, you know, you have to perform hurt. Injured, you can't play. No one can play when you're injured. But football players, you got to play hurt. And you have to be able to perform. You got to be able to do your job while you are hurting. You have to be able to do your, you have to be able to do your job when you are not 100% because you're not going to be 100% the entire season. It's impossible. But I still need you to be able to do your job. And when you run for a living, it's tough. When you have lower body injuries, it's tough. On the on the you know the exposed guys, the skill position guys, really any player out there on the field, but especially when I mean you you got a bad hammy, <laughs> you kind of need that to run fast. Yeah, and you and that's how you got to learn how to be a pro. You have to learn how to do your job. I played plenty of games and covered plenty of fast guys with um, pool muscles, with broken bones, I mean, broken foot, broken ankle, um, you know, torn ligaments in my knee. You, you have you have to you have to be able you have to be able to deal with it. Remember, BA's a pup. <laughs> He's a pup. He, you have to expect him to still need to learn how to play at this level and how to truly be a pro. How to learn how to handle these things. It's it's different. It's a, it's a, it's a different expectation. Um, it's a different pain tolerance level. It's a different mindset that you have to have um, when you are getting paid for it um, at a professional level. So, um, I, I, you know, that's I, I was actually okay with it. I was actually okay with that well, part of it. Yeah, I'm not. It's, I'm not not okay with it. But it's the troublesome thing to me is that 
Kyle has to do this, right? Like, and so that means there's something there would be, and it could be what you said, just in terms of him being a young guy and not really knowing how to be able to perform under those circumstances. Um, I know there's a lot of rhetoric out there about, oh, is B.A. the next Dante Pettis, this, that, and the other. Like, I'm not even going to entertain that. Like, no, like, B.A. B.A.'s body of work has superseded anything that Pettis has ever done in the colors, right? But I, I think there's something to... I think there's something to what Kyle is saying about B.A. being able to perform. And I think maybe if I if I dig a little deeper here, this may be an edict. This may be a challenge in the sense that, you know, you had a good rookie year. Maybe you're feeling yourself a little bit. And that ain't it because Trent Sherfield just came in here and he wrecked shop during camp. And we saw what he was able to do in week one. So you need to shape up or else – your snaps are going to be limited. And so I and, and I credit I credit Sherfield um for being able to come in and, and to have the impact that he's had, regardless of who the quarterback has been out there. All the reports in camp was his play being consistent, whether it was Jimmy G throwing to him or whether it was he's doing right now too though, because you just mentioned that's young player. Um and you got a lot of young players in some key positions right now. Um, and that's going to continue to, to be a part of it as, as they grow, as, as you do all these things, especially with some of the injuries that we'll get into later. But um, what, I'm, what I'm getting to is that, what I'm alluding to is that Kyle may, just, just think about this and ponder this for a second. He may just be sending an overall message. It, this isn't necessarily just to be a, I kind of want to tell everybody out there that you better play far superior to your backup or I'll make a change. If you plan on, if you want to play, if you want to be the guy, you better look, you better look heads and shoulders above, above the guy behind your you. backups. That message, he could possibly be trying to put that out there for everybody, be it a good one to send or a bad one to send. I can kind of see the writing on the wall where, you know, that's for other positions. You decide what position it could be aimed at or what other positions it could be aimed at. This is the landscape. These are the rules that we're going to operate under. So don't act like you didn't know. I said it week one. Yeah, no, I, I think there I think there's something to that and, and I think it, it lands, right, if it's like, oh, this this guy's a first round pick, right? I, I think if, if he's gonna do it to this guy, then what about me, right? So I, I think from that from that aspect it, it, it could land. Um Raheem Mostert. And mm-hmm. and Oh, here we th- go again. This looks a little this looks a little fishy to me, right? And if I'm talking out the side of my mouth, you let me know. But this looks a little suspect to me. Um, I think we've seen the last of him in a Niners uniform, and I say that because do I do. I think I think I think this is it. Um, I think you went out, you drafted two running backs. Um, obviously, it was just one game, but one of them flashed, and he appears to be, you know, quite the fit for your system. Um, I think Kyle has shown throughout the years, and even his, his his dad has shown throughout the years, the ability to kind of find guys um, to be able to plug and play, just like they found Raheem to be able to plug and play and have success in the system. I say, I say, I don't think we'll see him in a Niners uniform again because now it appears to me that 
this is another strike. And we talked about it before with the whole contract thing, right? And him, you know, saying he, he wanted more money. He wanted to be paid like so-and-so or whatever, right? Um, so that was that was strike number one, right? And then you look at last year, uh, unable to be able to st- unable to stay on the field because of injury. Comes back this year, time to run it back. First game, he gets hurt. He's out for the rest of the season. Now, from things that I've been hearing, just the reports that have been circling circulating around, the Niners thought that this injury was a six to eight week injury. And that he would go on IR, he'd be able to come back after IR. From that post that Raheem put out, first of all, he issued it, not the team. That's one thing. Second thing is, from the post that he that he issued, he went to his own doctors and got his own second opinion, right? Away from the team, right? And his doctor told him, that's it for the season. I don't know that, and it appears that 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 conflicts with the Niners staff thought. Um, And so I think there's some, I think there's something going on there. I think, like, to me, it seems like he may have went rogue, if that makes any (laughs) sense, right? Well, am I, I, like, are you, are you, are you hearing me? Are you feeling me here? I I mean, I I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, he has the right to go see another doctor. And he does. There's nothing wrong with that. And, 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 you know, and guys do that all the time where, okay, the the team doctors say, this is how we feel about it. But you're like, I want someone else to see it. Someone that I feel more comfortable with um, or someone that I don't feel like has a vested interest in it. I'm just going to go in and you check out my knee and tell me what you think. Now, someone else might have said, okay, we're going to have to clip this and, and screw this and do all this, but you're going to be down for the year. That's that's a choice that he has to make, who I want to listen to. So if he decides to listen to the other doctor, fine. Now, as far as the team being finished with him and all these type things, didn't I tell you, listen, when he started – talking about holding out or whatever trade me or whatever for more money didn't i tell you back then he was kind of writing his own that that he was that he was done didn't i tell you that i was like they're gonna use i told you then like they'll use him because he's here and he's and he's a talented guy but they don't they will never view him as the guy they will never pay him they will never build their offense around him or expect him to be the guy. He's never going to be that for them because he burned the bridge. You're a special teamer. The one team that has given your entire career, you were a team guy. The one team that actually gave you a chance to be a legitimate starting running back, every down running back, you all of a sudden decide y'all ain't treating me right. Yeah. Okay. Guess what? That's that's fine. That's fine. And then he was like, I'm going to hold out and everything, you know, and I, and, I, and even back then, everybody on Twitter was coming at me. Well, look, he got more money. Like, no, he didn't get more money. He didn't get more money. All they did was just move his same money around. <laughs> he got paid what he was going to get paid. Instead of giving it to him in December, they gave it to him in May. It's the same. You got the same money. I mean, it, it was it was it would really. I was like, you could have you could have played and you would have gotten more money if you had just played the season, stayed healthy, and did what you were doing. 
he would have ended up getting more money instead of trying to ask for the money that the other guys were getting. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And I knew it then. And I, but I also knew that you were upsetting, you were upsetting the balance of your position with the organization. So if this is the case, I don't know if he went rogue. I'm not going to say that, but what I will say, regardless of that, he's out again. Was gonna, whether it was half of the season or the entire season, he has done and what I said he couldn't do. I, I, it's not even about me liking him. I'm not even going to get into whether I like him or dislike him. What I do think is that it's, it's some coward Twitter crap <laughs> that, that people are sending all these negative messages to he and his wife. Well, and yeah, all that's, that stuff. that's 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 lame. Coward, I don't I don't I don't that's support some coward that. That you know, like any any anybody who's sending that. You know, all the time I say that, and yeah, I've had these discussions with you, um, where you and I have had gone back and forth. Where I'm like, I'm sorry, but you're still you can still be a part of the family. If you disagree with someone, you can still say, I don't like this player and you can still and still be part of the faithful. I know you've had this thing where if you're openly rooting against a player. You can't be. Yeah, you I'm, can't I'm be. Your faith. Life. I'm not about if that. It, life. You know what? I, I don't. And, you know, I'm completely different. I'm like, you know what? You are emotional about your colors and think guys can do things. And you're like, oh, I hate you for doing that because you're so invested in it. And I'm OK with you feeling that way about a person, but I need some facts behind it. You can't give me a fact as to why you should be going at this man and his family because of an injury. And it damn sure better not be fantasy football. You, you, so, so that's just, I'm just so bottom line, anybody out there or anybody who knows somebody who's doing it, y'all can tell them. I said, that's some sucker BS. And, and you know what? That's just, that's that really. That's lame. That's, that, it's, that's, it's lame. That, there's no place. Is. There's no place for it. And I hate you <laughs> as much as you hate him. <laughs> right. That, that, that right. That, that, so that right there, you know, that's just ridiculous. You can talk about the person's play. You can talk about the fact that, Hey, you know what? I, I can't, I hate that. We can't depend on this guy. But the individual, the human being, don't make it personal like that. Yeah. But now, so back to back to his football and an injury at that. Like seriously, yes, like, yes, like yes, I mean he got the dude got hurt. But what? now back to his football, that's what's happening. That's the problem. He, I, I can't count him, and I said that before that they that he's not the guy. I'm not going to. He's fast, and I'm not going to get rid of him because every time he touches the ball, he can possibly go. The issue is that I can't build anything around him. I cannot plan on him being there. I can't plan on his plays because I never know what I'm going to get. Now I know. I think this is an opportunity. We just discussed that with B.A. This is an opportunity for some other guys to start showing. This is also an opportunity. Elijah, for one, yeah. Well, well but, but, but two things. It's an opportunity for other guys to show that they can do the job. It's also an opportunity for Kyle to completely focus on running his offense without 31. And that's what he's going to do. So guess what? Out of sight, out of mind, pretty soon out of the building. That's what that's what he's going to create, regardless of whether or not he went rogue. That's just what he's creating. You, you, they, can't, they, they won't continue to plan on you being there if you're simply not there. He hasn't, he hasn't given them a season. Yeah. And 
And on top of that, I, I don't have anything vested in you. It's not like I got, uh, it's not like I traded away a couple of ones to get you or something like that. Nah. I don't have anything vested in you. You don't make a lot of money. You, you, I mean, it didn't cost me anything to get you. It won't cost me anything to let you go. Yeah, so that, and, and I mean, his contract's at. up at the end of the year, and and like yeah. I, I like I don't see them bringing him back. Like I, I think no, I, I think I don't that's, either. Yeah, and that and I, and that's another reason why I say that. Like I think we've seen, we've seen the last of, of Raheem in a, in a Niners unless, uniform, unless he wants to stay on that same money, unless he wants as long as long as he's not trying to get um you know big dollars, as long as he wants to take the get the special team type deal, as I said before, as long as he's willing to do that. He'll make his money and he'll play longer. And, and it's like you you just have to understand your your position. Well, yeah, just like and, and I don't I don't know that and I don't know that he I'm not sure that he understand. Like I, I believe that and this is my like I, he's shown us that he feels he can be a number one guy. Yes. And so because because of that, I think he's going to try to find a place where he can he can be that. Um and so well, he's not going to be that. He he can't be that. So that so that's what I said before is that he has to understand. Yeah, I mean that, he's he's going to bet on like like Dennis Schroeder for example, right? Lakers point guard from a season ago, right? Yeah. He, he he blasted himself on on Instagram yesterday um, because he essentially fumbled the bag, right? Lakers yeah, offered him eighty four million dollars or something like that over four years, and he turned it down. He ends up getting a one year deal for a little less than six million, right? And so he yeah. he kind of made mm-hmm. fun of himself on Instagram. Um, the other day for that, but I like I see a similar situation like that with Raheem, if that makes any sense. Uh, well, the only difference is that Raheem won't get offered the big money. But yeah, I mean there Raheem is no bag, do, right? <laughs> but, but but well well no well the bag and and I said this before I said this before he has to look at what he's doing. He was in line to make because he was already starting to make more money. He was one of the highest paid special teams guys. He could have continued and he would have continued to make money. They would have given him raises and he would have made money um, and been paid like, you know, he would have been, he would have been a low end running back, but he would have been, he would have been on a killer Kings contract. And that's what he has to look at. His career had shown that he was a teens guy. Not a starting running back. Yeah. So he would have, he could have continued to play, and make the money, and and not been expected to play every game, be the every down guy, but they would be utilized the way they were utilizing him. But instead, I'm the guy, I'm the man, I can do this. Like, no, you haven't. You had some good games. You had a couple of good games. You never had a good you never had a good season in your life at running back. You had a couple you had a few good games. You couldn't put it you couldn't you you didn't have a good career as a yeah. running back. I mean, even 19 wasn't a, a full season, right? Yes, like, so that's so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You had you had you had a you had some good games. You never had a good season, so you have to look at it like how how your career is viewed by the organization and the rest of the league. And no one in the league, and I said it at that time, the Niners don't have to make you the highest paid running back because nobody else is going to. Yeah, nobody else. Nobody else, nobody else is going to and nobody else is going to pencil you in as their starting running back and pay you starting running back money because your career says you can't give me 
starting running back games. Yeah. No, that's that's just how it is. So that's yeah. just, that's just one of those things that you have to go for. So I don't know. I, I I won't say that he his contract is up. I'm with you. I doubt that he's going to be back unless he comes back on an extremely team friendly deal. They have they hold all the levers right now. All so the levers. Can, all the so levers. if he if he truly believes I'm a starting running back and I'm going to take my shot at being a starting running back and I want to be paid like one, then go for it. And I don't, I, I'm not going to be mad at him for feeling that way and, and, and trusting in his own potential. I'm not going to be mad at him, but all I'm just going to tell him is think about your age. Think about what you've actually put on film at the running back position, how many games you've shown and the mindset that the rest of the league has about you and your injury situation. Yeah, I mean, so, look, obviously, I, I wish I wish him nothing but the best, right? And and it, it sucks, right? Like I hate it for the guy because he he his his twenty eight year his age twenty eight season and the age twenty nine season are, are are basically a wash, right? So when he comes back next year, he'll be thirty years old, and we all know how the league views thirty year old running backs, right? And so, um, it just. It, it just kind of, it, it it sucks for him. Um, I feel for the guy. Obviously, I don't wish I don't wish ill will on on anyone um, at all, you know. And and so I, I certainly wish the best for him. But you know, his injury obviously now is going to keep him out the rest of the season. He's going to undergo uh, season-ending surgery from from the post that he put out there. This is the Believe in Forty ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore eric davis underscore and on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he is at eric davis underscore 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 um <laughs> now mostered out for the year uh it was announced earlier this week dre greenlaw going to undergo surgery um, yeah. that's going to put him on ir uh we were talking about aziz and what a game he played and he showed you know he flashed a mm-hmm. lot uh in that game at, at detroit obviously now a bigger role from for him um, I think maybe Samson. Um, like I like I've seen Samson play in space. You know, maybe this is an opportunity for him too to to, to showcase a little bit more of his uh, versatility as well. Um, so you know that those are some things that that um they're gonna have to sort through. Obviously, you you look throughout the secondary. There's some issues there uh, at corner as well with Verrett going on IR, uh, ending ending his season with an ACL injury, and we'll see if if E Man can come back. Um, heading to Philly. Uh. Philly beat the brakes off Atlanta uh in Atlanta uh in week 1 32 to 6 um Jalen Hurts I don't know if it's like I just have not been paying attention or if there was just something like the transformation looked real um Sunday at at Atlanta like he looked like a a, a totally different he looked like a, a version of himself I'd never seen before. Now I watched him at Alabama, I watched him at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen this version of Jalen Hurts, the the one that I saw on Sunday at Atlanta. Um, and then he's throwing to Devontae Smith. We we've talked about it multiple times on this pod how much I I love him and he ended up with a game high six catches uh for them as well. So those guys kinda uh reuniting former Alabama teammates. Um, what do you make of this? We'll start with the offense first. What you saw from Hurts and and how how challenging that can be for this Niners to or is that repeatable against this Niners defense? Um. Well, Atlanta's horrible, and that part I, I 
I expected them to be horrible. And so um, I, I don't put too much into that. Hey, it was a road win. It's tough to win on the road. It's kind of, they did what Philly's better than Atlanta. Um, you know, how much better? I don't know. How poorly did they play and how, how you know, how much would, of that was the good of um, Philly? We'll find out on Sunday. Um, Hurts playing at that level. You're right. He played at a level that I hadn't seen him play at. Um, I, I like him. You know I'm an Alabama guy. So, um, you know, that kid, even after he went to Oklahoma, you know, I always paid attention to him. And um, I don't know if that – I need to see some more games to see if that transformation, as you discussed, if it's complete uh, because – the way he played, the poise he played with just just that it factor, it's something that I haven't felt in him. Um, even being in a room with him. Yeah, we talked uh, about before this. The, yeah, I talked before the draft. You know, before it, it, you know, just being in a room with him. We we I, I've there's something about the quarterback when he's that dude. You can just feel it. You can just sense it. You just know it. And just being around him, I, I honestly, I didn't feel it. I didn't sense it. He, he did. He didn't command the room the way some some quarterbacks and some dudes I've been around. How they know they are that guy. They 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 feel it. And and I mean, and not just all Hall of Famers. I, I mean, when you're around Elway, you felt it, and Favre, you feel it, and, and of course, you know Joe and Steve, you you feel that stuff. Just to catch people up, but we, you, you saw him down at the Senior Bowl. This, this is what you're referencing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yes, okay. yes, yes. We were down at the Senior Bowl just hanging out, just hanging out. So, you know, just hanging out with them and just seeing stuff. It's just, it's just not the same. It, it, I just didn't feel that. So I, I, I want to see. It's not So talent is there. Being at a big-time program and being able to handle the, the lights and – and and the bright lights and, and, and you know and, and the attention that comes with being the guy under center and he can handle all of that he's done all of that but just that thing that makes guys follow you I didn't I hadn't sensed that so now maybe the addition of guys that have come from his program and that have viewed him in that way maybe it's brought a certain confidence to him that. Um, and, and, and that's bringing it out that now he just feels more comfortable. So we'll see if he can continue to do that. Now, I think that the 49ers defense is better than the defense of the Atlanta Falcons, even with the injuries. Um, the linebacking core, even with the loss to Green Bay, I think they'll be okay. I'm with you. I think you could put Samson out in space. I think that was part of, you know, I, we both thought that was a good signing for the Niners because um, – the, with, because of the ability, I think that he has to be able to rush the passer and to play in some space. They've used it, utilized in that way some. I think he'll fit in good with that linebacking core. I think he's athletic enough to do some things. And then I wanted to see what Ryan's is going to do with this system, you know, and how he wants to utilize his guys in the field and in the, in the secondary. Um, but I, I'm not. I I'm, I'm not. How do I say this? Look at me. Stop babbling. You know, I always say I never doubt that a guy can do something when he's done it on film. You sound like me. I'm I'm the indecisive one on this body. Well, well, no, no. Well, you know, I I always say I, I never doubt. I never doubt that a guy can do something when he's put it on film. Yeah. 
So, uh, you, you know, that's one thing about it. When you know, like, I, I, like people are like Jimmy, Jimmy can't take this team to the Super Bowl. Like, why can't he? He's done it. He's already done it. We've seen it. <laughs> so, so, so you know, it, it, he can't win. That. Yeah, he can win playoff games. He can, he can win the division. He got. I don't question those things. That he's already done it. I'm like, if you put the people around him to do it, he he can do it. He, so that's what I want to see with Jalen. Jalen is capable. Everything that we saw him do last week, we know he's capable of doing it. Now the question is, what are you going to do to combat him doing that? Um, I think defensively, they could put. They should be able to get to him. I think they'll be, you know, because of the speed that you have with the linebackers up front. Um, I think, and I think you will be able to um, make him have to make some decisions a bit quicker than necessary, a bit quicker than he had to before. I think things will be a little tougher on him, and it's gonna it's going to test him a little bit more. This is a better team. Um, than, than he has played against thus far. And um, I, I think they should be able to make him a bit more uncomfortable than he was last week because he looked like um, he was playing Atlanta. He looked like a new, new man. Yeah. <laughs> he, 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 um, he was able to use his legs a little bit too. And, and we've seen, yeah. we've seen Warner uh, spy at times, but again, that was under the old regime. So we'll see what D'Amico Ryan's does and what his what his philosophy is on that. Uh, Atlanta didn't get into the end zone uh, last week. The Niners had a 300 yard passer, a 100 yard rusher, and another 100 yard wide receiver. That that is a recipe for success, in my opinion. Um, and obviously, they were able to get into the end zone multiple times. Uh, hard pressed to believe Philly can duplicate that defensively. Um, against this Niners team, uh, but when you look at, I know there's a lot of que- there were a lot of question marks entering this season about the wide receiver position, um, but I don't know about you, I felt a whole lot better about it coming out of Week One than I did going into Week One, um, with and that's with BA being being down or out or limited snaps, like exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not even concerned about the wide receiver position. I mean, just, look, just looking at the guys, they have guys that can do it. I mean, that's that. You know, Debo can make plays. Ba can make plays. So what? Whatever the issue is there, and he's not in the doghouse. And I'll say, and I, the reason I say that, you know, I always say, why wouldn't I believe him when they say it? That's what the coaches said. Guy's not in the doghouse. So, you know, if you're not in the doghouse, you're number one pick. And all they're being said is that we want you to play like you're the number one guy. Okay. Not saying we're going to take your opportunities away from you. You're going to play. And then you've brought in, well, you've brought in other guys backing them up that are playing well. Um, and you still have your, and you still have your number one receiver in Kittle. Who, yeah. Um, you did that, use him a lot last week, which kind of makes me think you're going to utilize him this week. Yeah, probably a little bit uh-huh. bigger package for him this week. And Debo, yes, o- yes. O- we often talk about how Debo kind of looks like a running back playing wide receiver, but last week to me he looked like a wide receiver playing wide receiver. And yes, and, yes, and, he did. And and that adjustment he made on that ball thrown by Jimmy, the one that was short, he ended up catching it and and going running it in for a touchdown. Um, I thought that just great ball skills there by by him to be able to turn that. That's play. a great, yeah. That's that's a yeah. really good wide and, receiver and, play. And got Akuda and, and, um, cussed out on the sideline in the process. Like, what, yeah, like, he did. What, what is what is Akuda supposed to do there? Like, I I don't know. Make I, the play. What do you mean? What are you supposed to do? Make the play. But I feel like Debo like, made a great adjustment though. Yeah, he did. He did. But 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 you just but you asked you asked the question. What 
what does his coach expect him to do? His coach expects him to make the same adjustment and get the ball out of the air. That, that's what he expects him to do. Akuda, you're a better athlete than Debo. Figure out a way to get that ball down. Yeah, that's, and, an, you know, that's another guy whose season is lost as well. Akuda, he, he ended up uh, he's he's yeah. out, he's done for the season as well. Yeah, um, he's done for the season. Yeah. What? Let, let's get your keys, Ed. Uh, what do you okay, got? Okay, you know what? Before we get the keys, before we get oh, the keys, that, let me wait, tell you about. Man. I, I want to tell you. I got to tell you about about the pool we got going that's on. Right. Try, yeah, that's to, right. I was trying. I was trying to hide that because I wouldn't. I, I, I was, yeah. I didn't see, part. Of, you didn't get yours in. You didn't get the pool. That's part of the fixing. reason why. But people, what I'm talking <laughs> about is playactionpools.com. Uh, we got this exciting game going on, and, and all you guys can get involved. Uh, maybe my co-host here will get himself involved in well and get his himself involved I, as well. One of these days, one of these days. Yeah, one of these days? All right, so I'm going to tell you how to do it. Playactionpools.com, the football pick'em challenge. That's what we have going on. Everyone, including you. Yes. Rashad, yes. Rashawn Haylock, yes. you are able to get involved in it here. It's how it works, okay? Everybody listen up. Okay, you go and sign up for our contest, Believe, B-L-E-A-V, Believe Football Pick'em at playactionpools.com. And every weekend, what we're going to do, we're going to give you an opportunity to select from the 10 highest profile games of the week. We're going to flip in between the NFL and college football, and whoever gets the most correct picks each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. So every week there will be a winner out of those 10 games. So again, go to playactionpools.com, sign up for the contest, believe football pick them. And um, if you're planning on hosting any uh, football challenges yourself, playactionpools.com also has, they can help you out with survivor type games they have their Survivor, their Pick'ems. They also have this, uh, a cool sports book style concept called uh, Build Your Bankroll. So go to playactionpools.com. It's your new home for all your office sports pools. And maybe you guys will be able to beat Rashawn Haylock if he ever signs up. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Big maybe. Um, <laughs> time now for ED's Keys against Philadelphia Week 2. Uh, what do you got? We go defense first. Uh, defense first, you got to be able to show up that running game. Um, we we're talking about Kinlaw coming back and practicing. That's important. Um, you can't you can't allow teams to just run through the interior of the defense right there. You're down a linebacker, uh, but that has to stop. You can't expect to be able to consistently play good defense if a team can run the ball four or five yards a pop right between the tackles so that can't happen that's the number one thing i think defensively has to happen if you can the challenge is going to be uh finding a way to stop that front and hopefully i say bringing back big 99 will ha handle that but stopping the run if i'm if i'm philly i'm going to try to establish the run and not let you come after my quarterback um knowing that you're down in the secondary which is my second key defensively you what is the defensive coordinator ryan's going what is dc ryan's going to do now that he doesn't have his number one corner who are you going to trust to take on that responsibility or are you going to 
try to schematically cover up for the absence of that player right now until someone develops into that spot. So that's what I want to see what's going to happen defensively. And that's going to, and, and, and making the right choice there on whether or not you have a guy that can do it and being correct or saying, I have to do it with the scheme to be correct. I think that's a key to this game. I think that this that decision is as key as making certain that a team can't run the ball five yards a clip like they were doing in the last game. Right? That's what I think defensively. What about on the offensive side? Offense, um, you talked about it. Three hundred yard passer, hundred yard receiver, hundred yards running the running the ball. Um, can you consistently do that? Is this, is this an offense that even with the loss of um, Raheem Mostert, can you run the ball that way? Can you get 100 yards on the ground um, and control the game? You know I am about that. And it's not even about it. Are you, can you be committed to the run? You know how I am. Yeah. About, I, don't, I, don't care. I don't care if, if you have the long runs, all these things. Is the commitment to the run there? Is the run game sound enough to where you can get that type of ground game going which in turn will open up, and we saw it in the first drive of last week where you got this run action, you got this run action, and it's hitting, it's hitting, and then guess what happens? Off of that same action, now let's dump the ball to Kittle on, on, at, on, off, off of that same action, and that's how it's going to establish things. So can you get that run going, and if you get that run going, is the quarterback going to be able to get the ball out in rhythm and do the things that he did last week? You had a good game at the quarterback position, and now are are your receivers? Is Debo is was that a Debo was that a one hit? Your one hit wonder, mm. or is that how you play now? That's what I want to see. Is is that who he is? Is he's taking he he talked about taking that next step. He talked about being in his best condition and all of these things in his mindset there. Has he has he taken that step? And I want to see if you can do it back to back. Everybody can have a good game, but can you do it back to back? And that's what I want to see. I, I would like to see that same type of game planning um, from Kyle Shanahan and the same type of ex- execution. And I think it's important to do that to get the run established, show that you can get that run going, um, and, and then the other factors work off of that. Yeah, I think along those same lines, there's film on you now, Elijah Mitchell, right? Um, just one game, but still, there, there, there's film on you right now. Um, what, what's the like? How, how do you adjust to that now with going up against NFL defenses that have somewhat schemed um for you or, or know a little bit more about you um so that that that's kind of a a, a, a note of interest uh for me as it relates to the offensive side of the ball um it'll be the Niners and Eagles Sunday 10 a.m local time start it'll be on Fox and of course we'll be back here for you next week uh to break it down want to continue to encourage you to download subscribe rate and review we're located wherever you find your podcast uh, feel free to get involved in the show on social media. Uh, I'm at R. Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at Eric Davis underscore 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 underscore. So for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week. Next week.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.